0: Welcome to the Sales Hacks Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association.
1: In this CPSA podcast, we'll be considering the role of background checks when sourcing top sales talent. Our guest this time is Evan Dalton. Victoria, BC-based Evan has nearly a decade of entrepreneurship and corporate sales experience. With a wide breadth of successful ventures under his belt in property management, real estate, and payments, he is regarded as one of the leaders in his space. As an investor and advisor, Evan helps some of the most exciting new companies gain access into new and hard-to-access markets. Evan is now C3O, which I'm sure we'll uh, go into in a wee bit, at Certain, a firm which helps North America's largest employers conduct compliant, lightning-fast background checks. Services include criminal record checks, driver's abstracts, identity verification, employment and education verification, and reference checks. Certain also offers its proprietary software, which scans over 100,000 databases for negative news, watch lists, SEC violations, provincial security violations, and social screening.
0: For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com and remember to subscribe to the cpsa podcast through itunes google play and more
1: evan welcome to the show hey bill thanks for having me on so beyond my reintroduction there evan and it is an honor to have you on today uh, please introduce yourself a wee bit more to our audience tell them a bit about your career background as a sales pro and your current role Thanks, Bill.
0: Uh, you got me blushing over here, man. I appreciate that, that kind introduction. Um, yeah, my name is Evan Dalton. I'm one of the co-founders at uh, at Certain uh, Pre-Employment Screening. Uh, my background is, uh, is kind of a sales mutt. Um, I started actually um, with a property management company uh, early on, moved into uh, commercial real estate, uh, working with Cushman and Wakefield for a number of years, selling to Fortune 500 companies um, on real estate services, uh, moved to a smaller brokerage, helped uh, build that team, and then quickly moved into the property management tech space with a uh, payment platform for the property management space. So, um, helping tenants pay the rent using their credit card or through their bank or money order in the uh, in the United States, um, and then. After uh, exiting that company, moved on to uh, start Certain about three years ago, um, where we uh, began in the property management space, and uh, and then quickly
1: moved into the HR uh,
0: realm, where we are today, and
1: and having great success. So, Evan, you've sold into various markets. Um, firstly, what are what are some of the challenges of selling into the real estate sector? There must be some unique challenges there.
0: There definitely are uh, unique challenges selling into the real estate market, uh, as you probably know. In major cities in Canada and the United States, uh, the real estate market has been uh, on a, a bit of a, a tear um, as far as um, as far as profits and uh, and growth. Um, one of the issues with selling into a market like that, you would think that uh, that you know innovation would be an important thing. Uh, it, it still is. There are definitely groups out there that want to innovate. Um, but when companies are making a ton of money, uh, you know, saving money or or improving efficiencies sometimes aren't at the top of their list uh, when when so much of it's coming through the door. So having an you know an airtight value prop uh, is is incredibly important um, and uh, and finding the right people in an old school industry and in an old school and um, in, in many cases old school uh, organizations that are the driver of change uh, can be really difficult and it's not always the person that you expect so a head of IT or something along those lines um, somebody could be in that role for the last 25 years and and innovation is not really all that important to them but you know that new VP of operations is the one that really wants to shake things up and and uh, and bring that you know third generation company into, uh, uh, into, into the, uh, you know, the, uh, current day of, uh, of online platforms and, and efficiencies through, uh, technology.
1: Okay. Awesome. So you made the move into founding a, uh, a SaaS business. In your opinion, do the salespeople or business development focused Professionals make for good leaders of startups, and if so, why?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, I think that salespeople, um, or at least in our case, uh, you know, two of my or myself and and one of my business partners, um, we you know we are salespeople at heart, and uh, and I think that that it does um, it does lend itself to to leadership. Um, you know, salespeople need to have a, a, a strong. Uh, sense of uh, of purpose and a plan to get things done appropriately and uh, you know i wouldn't be the first one to say this but but everyone is selling all the time uh, and if, unless you're if you have that skill it makes life a lot easier um, if you have a vision you need to know how to pitch it and uh, and it's not always for for a check it's you know to get your development team on on board to uh, to to put together a new, a new project and get them excited about it. You know, that's a, that's a form of sales itself. Uh, and then finding people that are, uh, you know, building teams with people that are, are good communicators. And oftentimes salespeople understand, uh, understand that, that, that soft skill better than anybody else and are able to identify that in others.
1: So I think you mentioned a minute ago uh that that uh property management real estate are kind of more old school in in terms of the sales approach. I I'd love to get your take as someone who's who's sold on that side and uh and then started and very much leads uh, sales and business development efforts to an extent. Uh, on on the SaaS side, how they compare. So, how does selling SaaS compare to selling property management and real estate, real estate services? And are there common threads there, Evan? As well,
0: yeah. There, there's there's a ton of common threads. Uh, I mean, we we started certain actually in the in the property management space uh, with uh, with tenant screening, and quickly became one of the larger tenant screening platforms in in Canada and fastest growing in the states. Um, so it, those there are obvious to us, at least, obvious common threads. Um, everyone needs to understand who they're doing business with, whether that's um, you know bringing somebody into your organization as an employee or moving them into one of your your uh, apartment units uh, and 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 renting your space out to them. You need to understand uh, those people just the same. Um, so selling into those two two markets, there's a lot of similarities. Um, the one, I, I guess the, the biggest, um, similarity that I can see is, is that HR is on a, a great upswing as far as the professionalism in the, in, uh, in the people that are working in the space and, uh, in the way that they go about their process of, of, uh, you know, building their HR process. Uh, it's, it's a lot more, um, uh it's a lot more scientific than it ever has been in the past uh it's it's very well thought out um you know these are these are excellent professionals that are putting together um you know fantastic programs for fast-growing companies in a lot of cases and in the hr or in the property management space um there's some similarities there too where again it's this new generation of of property managers where you know they've done it the same way for the last you know 20 30 40 years and now um you've got this this new uh this new generation of of uh of people running those companies that are are looking to do things differently and and better and and uh and 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 make the whole process a lot more professional.
1: You must be a mind reader because uh, you you just mentioned there uh about uh selling to HR departments and uh this is actually that's how Evan and I first uh started chatting to each other um, because in a in a different professional life i i run an hr podcast but that's a that's a tale for another day um so what, what are some of the challenges there of selling to hr professionals and of course it's not just hr pros that you guys sell to it's it's those departments which related to them operations finance of course how 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 does the proposition of selling to them uh differ from say the b2c market which is primarily property management and real estate i guess um, yeah,
0: I mean, there's there, there's a number of different challenges uh, selling into both spaces. Um, the HR pros, a, again, um, I'm, I'm going to look on kind of the bright side is is that things have gotten so much more professional in that in that space where there are so many HR pros out there that are looking to do something you know different and, and improve the the processes that they're um, they're working with. I guess one of the bigger challenges is uh, you know. HR pros can be incredibly uh, uh charismatic people um you know they they're traditionally um their personality types traditionally are fairly you know friendly that's that's kind of uh you know has traditionally been part of the the job is to be that uh you know that kind of that safe place in the in the company to uh to to go to for problems um and that may sound like a positive but sometimes um you know, getting the the true answer from from an HR pro can be can be difficult because you know they don't want to let you down, kind of thing. Um, so, uh, and and you have that trouble finding or selling into the Canadian market on a whole. Um, you know, Canadians are really really nice people, uh, and uh, and they don't they don't always tell you uh, the the negative news. Uh, they don't want to let you down. They don't want to hurt your feelings, um, which is kind of a big difference when when you sell into Canada to the states uh where and again i'm generalizing here but uh you sell into
1: uh to the united states they tell you right away whether they don't like you or not or don't like your product canadians are indeed the nicest people as someone who chose to move to canada i can certainly testify to that <laughs> brilliant, brilliant country. Uh, dare I say best country in the world? No, no I better not say that out loud. Um, but they are they're, they're, they're very nice people. Um, okay, moving quickly on. Uh, so certain offers background checks, including, which is terribly interesting, social screening. Uh why why is this important, Evan, for companies looking to find top sales talent? So here I'm thinking I don't want to preempt your answer too much, but I'm, I'm thinking that salespeople they they represent their company brands. They're, you know they are they are social selling. They they offer thought leadership through LinkedIn, through Twitter, through I don't know Facebook if it's B 2 C, right? but well, so wh- why is why is that aspect of of tools like certain so important?
0: yeah bill that's that I mean you nailed it on that one. They are the outward facing um people in their their companies uh they're wearing the brand on the shirt every day literally I'm wearing a you know a certain t shirt right now um and uh and that's great uh but you also need to make sure that your reputation is in good hands um and when somebody new is coming onto the organization, understanding their their social um their social presence. And uh, again, protecting that reputation is, is key. We work with a ton of organizations across Canada and the States. One of the big areas is venture capital. Venture capital is, uh, is one of our, our, you know, our larger, Our larger markets, and uh, and and that's for the reason that sure uh, you're going to put money into this founder. You've you've hung out with them, you've spent time with them, you've met with them on multiple occasions, been to the office. um, But you also want to make sure that that the image that they're portraying out or what they're sharing is uh, is on brand with with what you um, are putting your money into, and 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 you are as an organization yourself. Um, So it really does. More than anything protect you on the uh on on the reputational side
1: let's just dig a little bit deeper on that one if we can in terms of the protection that it offers so uh what are some of the risks that companies run when they don't do screening of, of candidates particularly of course for for the purposes of our audience here what what are some of the risks of uh leaders of sales departments when when they don't screen their candidates correctly? absolutely so i mean there there are a number um there are a number of
0: risks uh you know when we're screening we're looking at not just negative information but you know how how often are they are they jumping from company to company Um, uh, have they, you know, have they worked in a number of different roles? Uh, Why did they leave leave those past companies? Um, Of course, the the obvious uh, criminal background checks uh, are important because, um, you know, you don't want to bring somebody in who's a a risk to the organization. And being able to do this in a way that's not uh, seemingly non-intrusive and and easier and not so scary for the for the applicant is is really important, too, because, um, you know, we all have uh, we all have our our uh, our pride and we want to make sure that um, the people that, you know, that when we're screening somebody, it's not it's not necessarily um, saying, oh, you better not have anything wrong. It's just we want to you know, cross our T's and dot our I's uh, on on the hiring process. Um, again, that reputational risk is is really paramount. Uh, but depending on what that salesperson is selling into, and let's say the the medical space, um, they're walking into hospitals, they're going into to uh, uh, sensitive areas, and uh, and they need to be. Uh, you need to make sure that 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 person isn't a a clear
1: and present danger. Okay, thank you. Now uh, I'd, I'd like to sort of go back and loop in on a question that I posed earlier, but uh, um, looking at it in in a slightly different way. And that's that's that move from a sales career into uh, starting and and running your own business, your own startup. Now you've got experience, I believe on both sides uh, of of seeking investment and then on the the venture capital side itself. what what are what are some of those learned sales skills which are terribly useful when looking for investment and 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 also uh, as as a venture capitalist, what do you look for as part of that pitch um, from folk who are, who are looking for the initial investments?
0: Okay, so <laughs> the first part of that question, um, you know, how do you how do you seek investment into uh, a company like ours? We did uh, we did take investment from. You know large venture capital groups here in Canada, like Panache and, and Inovia. Um, you know one of the the big ways that you do that, and what we try to do in in our sales process is, you know, if you don't have to necessarily smash down that door, um, then don't. Uh, w- you know, when you're selling into a certain vertical, um, that first person maybe you do have to, or that first group you do have to, you know, go head on. But the more um, you can be referred. Uh, to that, to that next company, it, it, that's how you really get that investment. They want to hear from somebody else in the space that you're doing a great job, and you know they've dumped some money into you, or they're planning on it. Uh, that's what really gets people excited. If you know you're sending out a cold email to a, a venture group, um, it, it may work, uh, but chances are it won't. And and that's that's one of the things when when it comes to you know um, venture capital is. Um, you know, the 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 buzz is is really important and, and setting that buzz is, is, is important. And then when it comes to having somebody pitch, um, you know, it's that that investor deck better be short <laughs> and it better be concise. And you better tell us exactly what you've done or what you're going to do in that first, you know, those first three slides. Um, and and if you if you don't, then it's already buried and chances are most groups won't even look to that, to that number. So if you've got if you've you know reached a, a point of 1.5 million dollars in um, in ARR, that better be on the first or second slide. Um, that's that's where you
1: you know what are you solving, and then what have you done um, is is the most important thing. Awesome, we are coming towards the end of this interview already, Evan. Before we wrap things up, how can our listeners connect with you?
0: Uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, it's Evan Dalton. And, um, and you can find us online
1: through, uh, through our company website as well. Okay. wonderful. that just leaves me today for today, Evan Dalton, thank you very much for being guest on this CPSA podcast. Hey, Bill, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy selling.
0: Thank you for listening to the sales hacks show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian professional sales association at cpsa.com.